That would be Luke 8 and 49. While he yet spake, there cometh one of the house, rulers of the house of the synagogue, saying to him, Thy daughter's dead. Trouble not the master. The Holy Ghost did a twist on the message today. And the topic was, it's dried up, but it's not over. It's dried up, but it's not over. Can somebody, you believe that? It's dried up. Whatever your it is, it's dried up, but it's not over. My mind is going back, amen, to the woman that Elijah was sent. God allowed him to go down there, and he told him that he would sustain him. One thing about God and the character of God and those that know him, whatever God has said, you cannot find a track record of God where he lied anywhere. He has no reason to. It's not in his category. It's, that's not him. That's not his character. He's not like us. And as he let you know, I'm not like you. Whatever I said I'm going to do, I'm going to do. A lot of times people would take God's word and they'll put it under somewhere. Well, Lord, it's dead. It's over. That's what they said. We signed it, Lord. It ain't got it back yet, Lord. We don't know if it's going to happen, but if God said it's not over, you might as well take it out, dust it off. He told the man of God, I'm going to sustain you. He sent a widow that had a son and had a little meal and a little oil. But she obeyed the man of God and the man of God obeyed God and got the results. It ain't over till God says it's over. Even though it may be dried up in your life. I know what I'm talking about. Because I'm experiencing things myself that's dried up. But it ain't over. It ain't over till God says it's over. And anytime God is in something and he tells you what he's going to do, you might as well look for what he said he's going to do. He said this promise is unto you and your children and unto your children's children. Even as many as the Lord God should call. God is saving people. God is moving in the land. There's a lot of stuff that's dried up in our land and around us, in our society. But you know what? God is still working in the midst. God is still performing like God does. God is taking people out of positions and, 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 and levels and placing them where he wants to use them in. See, when God comes on the scene and when he does things that's miraculous, you cannot explain it. There's things that God could do for you you can't even tell nobody else. Because some things God will leave between you and him. You try your best to utter what he does. You can't tell it because it's not for you to tell. But even though it's all dried up, it's been a long time. It's been three years, four years. Lord, I don't know what's going to happen. You can see the crud around it. It's beginning to mold, but it ain't over. And as a lot of people have count. God out and his promise. We live in the day and time where people, as the Bible say, are counting God slack. He ain't going to do it. Look at the world. I ain't going to get no husband, Pastor. It's 2023. I ain't going to get no husband. I ain't going to find no wife. It's all of I ain't going to get a better career. Well, but that's what you said. 
ain't never going to be healed. Watch what you say because there's powers in your words. I feel defeated. Guess what? You are because what a man thinketh, so is he. But it ain't over until God says it's over. Even though I dried it up, I allow it to dry it up to show you that I'm the one that's providing your substance. Money ain't like it used to be. You could throw dollars and you could throw cash around like it wasn't nothing. You had it going on bling bling. But God said the well is dried up. See, God is in control of everything. And when God dried up, he knows how to let that thing flow again. Well, me and my mother, we used to have a good relationship. I used to talk to my husband. I used to go out with my wife. I used to, but it just seemed like our relationship kind of like, you know, on the eat. But it ain't over until God says it's over. A lot of things that God do for us, he want us to tell and let his deeds be made known among the people. I got a big mouth because I'll tell it. I don't care. You could be the chief of the Ku Klux Klan. I'm going to tell you what God has done for me. Why do you lie dry up like that, Lord? Why did you allow the brook to dry up? Because God had a move for the man of God. See, God will allow it to dry up over here, and then he allowed it to flow over there. He brought the widow into the life of this man. See, God ain't no, he's not like us. He said, if I'm going to sustain you, I'm going to sustain you. I'm going to take care of you just like I said. If I got to take something that belongs, if the world is mine, everything belongs to me. If I put it on somebody hard to do and pay your bills and your market and your car and everything that you own, that's my business because I said that I'm going to be your sustainer. And people are worried today. They're worried about the prices. One chicken when it call all this, the gas and the... God ain't worried about that stuff. He owns everything. Yes, sir. He owns everything. And people are worried about the inflation is going up. You know, the mortgage and the rent, all the children's clothes and school. And you know what? It's dried up, but it ain't over. I ain't been having enough money for this. I can't even stretch a dollar from here to that pew. But when God is in it, it's going to work. And a lot of people have took their trust out of God. And put it in the used to be mighty dollar. There's things that your money cannot buy. For one thing, it came by the quickening power. It came by the Holy Ghost. Oh, ask him in the books of Acts. He tried to buy the Holy Ghost. He said, you and your money perish. But it ain't over till God says it's over. It's dried up, Lord. It's been dried up a long time. It seems like I've been working two jobs, three jobs, and four jobs. But have you put Jesus in the midst of your dried up situation? Some people will go on day after day and they never consider God. They never consider of what he's able to do. See, some people think God is slow, Joe. No, he ain't. God can take his time and be fast at the same time. He can take his time, uh, 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 UPS workers, uh-huh. He can take his time, Brother Brian, and still be fast at the same time. See, God always has special delivery. Mm. That's where they got that from, because <laughs> he delivers on time. <laughs> See, ain't no ground zero with God, because God is the ground. 
God know how to make ways out of no way. He told this woman, he said, make me first, make me first a little cake and bring it to me. She had to hear what God was saying through the man. Listen to what God is saying through the man. You're going to miss God because you ain't paying attention to God that's in the man. Come on now. He said, follow me as I follow Christ. Don't miss the voice of God because uh, psh, that's just Pastor Chambers. Uh-huh. That's what they thought about Peter. He said, you didn't lie to a man. He said, you lied to the Holy Ghost. You better watch it. You better watch it. Your sister and your brother. Oh, that's your sister. So on that day, that wedding. So the brook is all dried up. Now I need you to feed me. God sent you to me. She was gathering sticks. We get ready to die, sister. We're going to go ahead and cook this last piece and throw it together and we're going to die. But it ain't over till God says it's over. When she obeyed the voice of God through the men of God, she got results. God undried her brook. See, obedience will undry your brook. She was obedient to the man of God and God came by and undried that brook. The meal didn't spill, the oil didn't spill. And she lived many days and they ate real good. They ain't good, y'all. But those that got a dry brook tonight, it's been dry a long time. It's been so dry that the wind can't put no moist in it. It's been dry a long time. But God told Elijah, he said, go there and tell it rain again. It's going to rain again. I'm here to tell you, it's going to rain again. Your brook is not always going to be dried up. It's going to rain again because it ain't over till God says it's over. What is your brook? Only you know. You know what your brook is. And you know what? Brooks are not always natural things. There's some spiritual brooks that's in here that's been dried up a long time. God been wanting to flirt with you for a long time. He been wanting to get his spiritual groove on with you for a long time. But oh, you kept drawing back. And he said, I have no pleasure with the soul that draw back. Why are you drawing back from me? I was there all the time for you. If you draw an eye unto me, I'll draw an eye unto you. When God wants to get his groove on, let him get his groove on. Because can't nobody move me like Jesus. Can't nobody move me like El Shaddai, yo young, yeah, come on, Shia. Nobody can move me like him. I said, nobody, but nobody, nobody. Ah, he wants to undry those brooks tonight. You know, I went to a wedding yesterday. And my daughter began to sing that one song. All my life, you have been faithful. All my life, you have been so, so good. And every breath that I am able, hallelujah, I, I, I will sing of the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. He said, your love you keep running. It keep running after me, Lord. Why you keep running after me? Because I want to untry your brook. He said, your goodness it just keep running. It just keep running. It just keep running. It won't leave me alone. It messes with me in the morning, in the day, in the noonday. It keep bothering me because I want to untry your brook. 
You can't drink from a dried up brook. He said, I am the living water. Woo! He said, if any man thirsts, let him come unto me. He said, I'll give you a drink that you won't thirst again. Okay, we got some women at the well of Samaritan sitting right up in here. You ain't never taste that drink. God is begging you and pleading, taste this drink. Your drink is all dried up. Your brook has been dried up for years. But when he comes on the scene, he makes the difference. I'm so glad that Jesus lifted me. I know I play a lot with the saints and I tease. But you know what? There's only one thing that get me up. When I begin to think of what he's done for me. I begin to think where he brought me from. When I begin to think of the deliverance that he brought to this man right here. You know, I can't help nothing but praise him. Lock me away for 10 to 30 years. And when I get out, Elder Jones, I still got to praise. I still got to praise. I said, I still got to praise. Oh, hallelujah. So he got that meal and he began to eat and God sustained that man. God is sustaining you right now. Even though it looked like it's dark and slippery, it's cold, windows broke, ground cracked, walls are caved in. You've been praying and snotting and crying, but God said, I'm going to undo your brook. He's going to let it flow again. Remember how y'all used to love on one another? You and Jesus, you hit that special place in your, in your room. And in your house, you used to get down on your knees at night when everybody was sleeping. You just rendezvous with Jesus and you enter that spiritual chamber with Jesus. And you begin to tell him how much you love him and how much he means to you. And he began to feel the power of the Holy Ghost. The lights were down low, but yet the light was light down in your soul. You begin to bless him and you try to keep it quiet. And the more you try to keep quiet the more the power begin to raise up in your spirit and the more those tongues begin to flow and you begin to close the curtains in the door but you can't keep it to yourself when God fills you with the Holy Ghost he does something that a man cannot do somebody said over there I was sinking deep in sin far from the peaceful shore very very deeply stained within but the master of the sea. He heard on the Jones my cry. Brother Waters, he said to me, Oh, you know, Brother Waters, I hear him all that. Brother Waters, he said to me, He healed my book that day. to go out and dig in the trash for nothing. Did I say that? You ain't got to go out and get him or her. You ain't got to do that. He said, I will provide for you. He said, my grace is sufficient for thee. When you on fire, God know how to put you out, honey. God will be your fire extinguisher. 
God is the only one that can put out a fire and won't leave no smoke. He says, slow down. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And he said, pastor, all these other things. He gonna ask some stuff. He gonna ask some stuff out of Jones that she didn't even ask for. It's not over till God says it's over. And when you take him or her by the hand in matrimony, make sure God is in it. You will in the Lord. Not at KFC or Kroger. In the Lord. Because when we do the wrong thing and think God is going to accept it, our brook is still dried up. Our brook is only dried and undried. It's undried when we do the right thing by God. God has been so good to us as people. And God is tired of seeing his people being in bondage in this day and time we live. This is our time. I always say that, Pastor. This is our time. We somebody. Double quote. I'm somebody. And people wonder why you get favors on the job and they didn't get it. I've heard them say, oh, they do stuff for James, but they don't do it for us because I'm somebody. That's what I tell them. I've heard this come out of their mouth. He always asking them for stuff, and they do it for him because I am somebody. I'm boasting in him. I make my boast in the Lord. It's him. Who he think he is. I don't think who I am. I know who I am. I'm a child of the king. And you are too, if you got his DNA. Mm -hmm. There's people that want God to undry their brook, but they ain't got his DNA. And yeah, he reigned on the just and the unjust. Don't get it twisted. But there's some things he wants to do for his own people. There's some things that we want to do for our own kids as mothers and fathers. And yet we can help somebody else's child on the next block. But home is first. That's right. What do you say? He went on to his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, here we are the many. Thank God I received him. And because you received him, he received you. And my brook has been flowing with water ever since. Oh, I'm so glad that I can feel the power of God wherever I am. I'm on the airplane. I said, Lord. Let me feel the anointing. And I feel some, uh, my eye, I feel the power of God. If I'm on a bus, a plane, or a train, Lord, let me feel the power of God. A ship, a boat, or a tank. Oh, I want to feel the power of God. Because you don't know where you're going to be when the rapture take place. Some of us going to be cooking. Some of us going to be on the job. Some of us just getting the victory. Some of us just must lost the battle. Somebody may be discouraged. Somebody must just got a raise. Somebody just got must be married. But when he said, come my people, it ain't going to matter what you was doing. Lord, the brook is dried up. 
but it ain't over. How many times you been praying and praying and praying and praying? And it seemed like, Lord, the more I pray, the more darker it gets. But he's the God that works behind the scene. You know what? One thing I was watching, I was watching the Karate Kid last night, me and my boys. And there was a, it's a great lesson in that. Because the master, which was the teacher, he had a blanket on this side. And he had a stick with a glove on the other side. And the boy that he was teaching, he was throwing punches through the blanket. Oh, come on now. He was throwing the punches through the blanket. And he was hitting the boy. And the boy said, ow, oh, ow, oh, ow. Oh. He was trying to get the young man to detect and get him understand that when I throw the punches, you got to be, be one of those, those, those individuals that see what's coming. And he just couldn't stand there. And finally, he got it. I was wondering why he always told him to take off his jacket and put it on. Take off his jacket and put it on. There's a great lesson when God tells you to do some stuff. Mr. Miyagi wasn't telling him, to Daniel, to do that for nothing. He said, wipe on and wipe off. Wipe on and wipe off. There was a lesson. Will you come in God's house? He said, get down and pray. Why? Get down and pray. Why? Get down and pray. Why? Just do what he's telling you to do because he is the master. You don't understand what your master is doing. Your master is teaching you how to get your lake and your well undried. I'm going through some stuff. Okay, I'm your teacher. This is what, what that don't even seem right. Look what, what you're not God. Look, what, what, are you, Lord, what are you doing? That don't even like me. I was like, Lord, what are you doing? I've been over there before, Lord. I did. I know, I know, I know. Sometimes God will take you where you used to be and take you back because you missed something. He took me back on my job. He took me back. He allowed them to do some stuff over there. So they phased out one side of the job. They did that at the hospital, but God allowed it. And I started within myself kind of, and I had to get hold of me. I had to get hold of me because it, it bothered me because I, I've been there and I, I've been there to help those people. But I have to understand that he's in control. You see, the people that's on the ship, that's in that room that sits high above the boat itself, they see way on out there. We the people that's down low. We don't know what's going on out there. But the master of the sea is up high. And he looks all across the land. And he sees the danger. And he says, get down, war's coming. If you ever want to raise up, get down. It ain't over till God says it's over. There's a lot of war going on. People throwing all kind of spiritual bombs at you. All kind of stuff that you're going through out there. And you know what? You're going through some stuff in the church. But you got to get down low. A lot of people's lives were saved in the army because they was down low. When you get down low, God will raise you up so you can see what's at the top. But until you get down low, you ain't going to never know what God is doing and where he's taking you. See, the reason why the brother could be in the spirit on the Lord day, because God, he, he had a, 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 what do you call that, a relationship. There's a lot of people got the Holy Ghost in this city and in this world, but they ain't got no relationship. I got the Holy Ghost. I spoke in tongues. I spoke in Japanese. I spoke in Toyota. I spoke in Mercedes-Benz. But do you got a relationship with him? 
I'm serious. A lot of people brag about the God, and that's wonderful to have the Holy Ghost. But do you have a relationship? I got a wife, she got a husband, but do you have a relationship? Chip, chip. If you ever want to know what God is doing, you have to have a relationship. And the relationship is to detect the voice of God. Mm-hmm. Out of 185,000 people, and when he calls your name, and you're going to know his voice from another. He said, my sheep would know my voice. He said, Sister Sean, Sean, Sean. Yes, Lord. When God calls you, he know your name. He know you by He knew your name before your mom and daddy named you. He know your name. God's got a blessing with your name on it. He know your name. Uh, y'all, tell well, people walking around, man, you don't know. You don't know nothing about me. You don't, man, God know you. You ain't nothing. God know you. There's people actually feel that God don't know them. God know you. He know what you like. He know what you don't like. He know when you get hot, when you get fussy, when you get cranky, when you get moody. He know what makes you happy, what makes you tick, what makes you flip. He knows everything about you. He know what gets under your skin. Mm-hmm. He know what kind of food you like and don't like. He know you don't like fried okra with tomatoes on the side. He know that. God knows there's certain things that you don't like. But he said, you know what? I'm going to set you free. Your well has been dried for so long. The water brook is dried up. But God said, I'm going to sustain you. You may not have what you think that you ought to have, but you know what? I'm a witness. I was working back here, Robin Run, years ago, right here. I was a dishwasher at the old retirement center behind the church. But I used to come to prayer every noonday. Watch out now. And I said, Lord, I'm just making like $7.50 an hour washing dishes. And I'll never forget God's voice. He said, but I will be your portion. Elder Mike, God was my portion off of $7.50 an hour. And I know you can witness to it. I bought a truck, I bought a home, I bought some new furniture. Off of $7 an hour, God is my support. It ain't in what you can make, it's what your God can do. I don't care if you're making forty dollars to $95,000 a year, it ain't nothing if God don't touch it. That's what he said. He said it's all done. And we be thinking that we doing some God said ain't nothing but rubbish. And that's what Paul said. And God is the one that's opening doors and making ways for us. And there's people today, they think they got it. Oh, they think they just pimping through life. Oh, I got to just, you know, yeah, 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 check your credit, check, check, check. They got everything. You can order food on your wrist. Like, what in the world? DoorDash! On your, what in the world? You cannot get too computerized with God. God don't need no computer. He's God. Post the battery run down, then what? Now my app ain't working. My app always works. I said, Father, in the name of Jesus. I don't never have a busy sign. I always get through to him. He always answers. He always there. God is God. And he ain't a man that he should lie. 
There ain't no busy signals with God. When did you get a busy signal with the Almighty God? You will never get a busy signal. I've never known him out of Mike to give me a busy signal. Even when I was in sin, I didn't get a busy signal. When the bullets were flying over my head, when people wanted to kill me, I heard all kind of blasting and gun shooting and everything. I said, Jesus, and I didn't even know him, but he knew me. God dried up my brook to undry my brook. I'm in the world running around out there. Didn't I know this day was going to come? Young man, we used to be in the gang on 30th Street. Running around with them fools out there. And right every time I pass that bridge, Pastor, he brings it back to my memory. I was out there and sitting in the alley with a young man, two of them. And we was behind an alley by the highway. Young man had a 12-day shotgun to me. Hey, he had a 12-day shotgun. And he said, jump. And in my mind, ha, ha. in the game and we used to just let you know it was him my brook was dry though so dry but God is here tonight to undry your brook it ain't over till God says it's over don't stop making requests of being married get that book off the shelf the things that you wrote down in your literature you got what they call those things those little books they keep you know what I'm talking the journals those other little books that people write down. Diaries, there it is. There's a lot of stuff that people have written down in their life that they can't tell nobody. And I told them this morning at the nursing home, Pastor, because I got to sit down. I told them this morning at the nursing home, I wrote down a little literature. I wrote down before I got married, I had that affliction in my stomach and my eyes was crossed and all these different things and I didn't have nothing going for myself. And I wrote a list to God as if he didn't know. <laughs> I began to write a list down to God I said Lord I want you to do this will you do that and will you do this do that and I wrote a whole list and today that list is all gone <laughs> don't stop praying don't stop asking God just because the brook is right up it ain't over People today are just giving up because they feel all this stuff is going on in the world and all this. He said, these things must come to pass. He said, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. <laughs> come on. He said, be of good cheer. When we go in with those little dry places when we don't feel like going, folks in your neighborhood and on your families getting on your nerves, I dare you start praying. Get down low. Prayer changes things. Prayer changes things. God want more people to pray. I heard you. God was using that young lady, Kayla. Listen to what God is saying. Stop looking at the vessel. We learned that from our bishop. Look at the spirit behind the vessel. Your brook is dried up, and God wants to undry your brook. It ain't over. It's been a long time coming, but my change is going to come. And so many people say, you know what? Pastor, I'm done. It's over. It ain't happened. It's been 15 years. It's been 20 years. Ain't no change. The pain in my body's still there. Matter of fact, I still got this fist right here. I still got that. You know, I got twisted this and twisted that. But it ain't over. God said, I am the Lord God that healeth thee. Oh, yeah. It's all right. 
When they just sing a song talking about Jesus is my doctor, I said, you a lie, he's my healer. He's the lawyer in the courtroom. No, he's not. He's my sufficient God. What are you talking about? The world will put God on the stable with man. He's not a man. He ain't like us. God is undoing Brooks tonight. And just be honest with God. Say, Lord, here it is. Here it is, Lord. That's been dried up a long time, Lord. And I'm doubting, Lord, that you can even do anything about it, Lord. I didn't even pray about it, Pastor, because I feel he couldn't do it. Because it's been a long time. There it is. I look at it every night when I go home. I see it doing it during the daytime. When I go to prayer, I don't even mention it because I feel he ain't going to do it. He ain't going to do it, Elder. He ain't going to do it. Go back and get it. Go back and get it and dust it off because God is undrying that brook that you thought that would never happen. You thought you would never be married. You thought that you would never have. You thought that you would never be the spiritual giant that God is calling for. You never thought that you would be used of God. You'd never be anointed again. That's how I backslid and I'm closing because I thought that God was not going to restore me. There was times I remember Alfred Grace of Christ Temple. And I went over to Christ Temple. That's where I'm originated from. And I was in a backslidden state. And I went down to the altar, you know, to see God. And I actually felt that God was not going to restore me. I did. I went down there. But you know what? I didn't give him enough time. So I went down to the altar, and I got down on my knees. I don't know what I said, and I got back up. And I heard the ghost say, you go back again. Somebody need to go back again. When I went back that second time, God restored me. He revealed me. God has restored me since I've been in this place so many times. And you don't know about it. Every time I come in here, I don't feel like having a praise. But I heard somebody said, I will bless the Lord, whether you feel like it or don't feel like it. Your praise is not hindered on what you feel. Sometimes I have to muscle up a praise. I've been in this place, sister, when my head was pounding. How I many had a migraine so bad on a Sunday morning sitting right there? And the word was going forth, and I wanted to get up and praise him. So what I did, I pressed over the migraine. I pressed over that pain. And I said, I'd like to thank the Lord for being here today. And as I praised him, the more relief came to my head. I began to feel better, so much better. That's a blessing in pressing. I hope something was said tonight. Rewrite the diary, rewrite the journal.